Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, good day, here's good your day, host, everyone. Paul this is Lawrence your host, Van. Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. And of course, you know our mantra, wealth is more than just money. I hope you're having a good day. I surely am. And as the first uh, full week of February is coming to a close, all I can do is say I have the gratitude because I have the attitude for it. I'm really enjoying this new year and the challenges uh, that uh, come with it. And they've been very minor. Thus, I am so happy uh, starting out 2021 on a great footing, a great foundation to last the rest of the year. Now, why are we here today? We're going to talk about some ways to make your credit score increase in 2021, and it's going to be very painless. So if you're with me, I'm going to start this process now. And of course, we all have some New Year's resolutions out there. Some could be weight loss to others to save money. But one of the most important things about the life that we live is that credit is a part of our life. And so we have to really take it into account. And of course, building good credit is the goal. And it's one that we can keep throughout the full year. So we don't want to allow our credit score to keep us down. Uh, we, rather, we want to build it up. And so I'm going to provide you with some ideas today to help you with this process. And so this is what I'm going to cover today consists of ways to build good credit. So number one, let's look at uh, stand on top of the credit reports. And we can all, in, at least in the U.S., receive a free credit report annually. And uh, we simply just go to annualcreditreport.com and we'll be able to get a copy of our credit report and be able to monitor uh, any credit card debt, personal debt, automobile loans or vehicle loans, even our mortgage. But uh, given that uh, we're all going through quite a bit with COVID-19, the CARES CARES Act, rather, uh, it helps people to delay some payments, which means it doesn't impact your credit score because of the hardship involved. So there's a hardship agreement that's a part of it. And so uh, one of the things that we want to do is ensure that we address any inaccurate information that may be on our credit report. That's a great start. And uh, again, when we want to observe what our credit score is, just simply go out and get you a free report at annualcreditreport.com. It does not require the use of a credit card in order to get it. It's something that's provided free to to, uh, citizens each year. And on that credit report, it, um, it won't record your credit score. It doesn't provide that, but you can get that uh, from a free monitoring, credit monitoring service to check your score. And then uh, many banks and credit card companies also give you your credit score for free. But it's something that we need to really uh, keep keep up to date because it does impact the next uh, loan that we may go out and get a credit card because if your score is too low, uh, then it won't be uh, provided to you and it will have an impact on your credit score. So stay on top of your credit reports, people. It'll make your day. 
The second thing is to pay your bills on time and every single month. And even though we know this is an obvious thing to do, sometimes we just forget and we get tinged on our old credit report. And that information stays on the report for quite a while. Uh, it stays actually for seven years. And uh, we can minimize that damage uh, in, in the first two years because that impact starts to fade away. And the bottom line is we're just human. Sometimes we forget. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that you want to do is to pay your bills on time. And number one thing you can do to build good credit is, of course, paying on time every single month if this applies to you. Uh, the third thing is to establish credit, even if you've made mistakes. And typically you can get a credit card or a loan to build a credit history. And that's what some people experience, that they don't have any credit history at all. They normally are living by paying by cash. And um, even though that could work in a pandemic environment we're in now, with a lot of people not working, businesses being shuttered, others at 50% capacity and others with remote employees, uh, there are a diversity of different uh, credit standings that people have. And, but if you are, you have bad credit or you're a, a credit newbie, uh, getting approved for a credit card alone is going to be pretty tough. So uh, what you want to do is look for cards that are specifically marketed to help people to start or rebuild credit. Uh, store credit cards, uh, which only let you make purchase at a specific reseller, is also a good option because at least it gives you that chance to an opportunity to purchase some items uh, that you otherwise wouldn't be able to if you didn't have the card you don't have a, a regular credit card. So establish credit, even if you've made mistakes. Uh, number four is to open a secured card. If you don't qualify for a regular card, in other words, you can go to a bank, deposit maybe $300, $500, $1,000. And in most cases, they will give you a credit card for that same value since they already have your cash. So um, this is one of the things to do to, to help build a positive history uh, when you can't get approved for a regular credit card alone, uh, you put down a refundable deposit and it becomes your line of credit. And after about a year of making payments on time, you typically qualify for an unsecured line of credit. Uh, just make sure the card issue you choose reports your payments to the credit bureaus. And look for a card with an annual fee of no more than uh, $35 and some secured position card, secured card options uh, we like. So um, that's a great way to do it. So open a secured card if you don't qualify for a regular card. Uh, let's see, number five, ask for a limit increase. And so in doing this, increasing your credit limits helps your score because it decreases your credit um, utilization rate ratio. Uh, that's credit cards speak for the percentage of credit you're using. The standardized recommendations keep the, this number below 30% but really the closer to zero, the better, because it just puts you in a lower risk category in case something does happen. And if you have open credit, ask your current creditors for an increase rather than applying for new credit. That way you'll avoid uh, lowering your, your length of credit. The downside of a higher credit limit, you'll have more money to spend that isn't really yours to get the biggest credit score boost from a limit increase and avoid paying more in interest. Make sure you don't add to your balance. So uh, one, one of the things to also consider is don't 
Don't believe the myth that carrying a small credit card balance helps your credit score. Paying off your balances in full each month is the best uh, for your score. Plus, it saves you money on interest. Uh, number six, to prioritize your credit card debt over loans. Uh, tackling uh, credit card debt helps your credit score a lot more than paying down other debts like a student loan or mortgage. God forbid the student loan. I have two children, two teens. They're going to need some tuition. So I want to make sure that uh, paying off credit card debt first would typically save you money because credit card tends to have higher interest rates than other types of debt. So uh, one of the things to consider is your credit utilization ratio is determined exclusively by your lines of credit. Number seven, keep your old accounts active. And I've talked about this on previous podcast episodes because it's harder to get new credit if you need it than if you have a credit already, but you're not using the card or the line of credit. So provided you aren't paying uh, ridiculous fees, keep your credit card accounts open. Once you've paid off the balance, credit scoring methods reward you for having uh, done so by having that long credit history. So make a purchase at least once every three months on the account as credit card companies often close inactive accounts, then pay it off in full. And then the next thing is to apply for new credit selectively. So when you apply for credit, it results in a hard inquiry, which usually drops your score by a few points. So avoid applying frequently for new credit cards as this can signal financial distress. In other words, some people get a new card to pay off card that has a high limit on a high uh, balance on it. And in the end, you really don't come out ahead. You're actually just increasing the amount of debt you have, which is going to drive down your credit card score. Uh, but if uh, you're in the market for a, a mortgage or loan, don't worry about multiple inquiries as long as you limit your shopping to a 45-day window. So credit bureaus will treat it as a single inquiry. So the impact on your credit score will be minimum. And so in other words, if you're going to have a major purchase, a large purchase like a house, then um, you're only going to be uh, assessed, evaluated based on one query as opposed to, let's say, there's six uh, lenders, mortgage lenders, uh, that will possibly prospectively give you a new mortgage or refinance a mortgage, what have you. Number nine, a debt consolidation loan could help. If you're struggling with credit card debt or consolidating your credit card debt with a loan could be a good option. And in a nutshell, you can take out a loan to wipe out your credit card balances. You'll get the simplicity of a single payment, plus you'll typically pay less interest since loan interest rates tend to be lower. And if you can't get a loan that lowers your interest rate, this probably isn't a good option. Consider this by using a loan to pay off your credit cards, you'll also free up credit however, and lower your credit utilization ratio. So many debt consolidation loans require a credit score of about 620. If your score falls below this threshold, work on improving your score for a few months before you apply for one. So number 10, keep your credit score in perspective. In other words, all the credit monitoring tools out there make it easy to obsess about your credit score. And make no mistake about it, it's important to build good credit but look at the bigger picture and a few thoughts to consider is your credit score isn't a report card on the state of your finances. It's simply 
measures how risky of a borrower you are. And if you have a, an emergency fund, uh, this is actually a better option for you. You'll be earning a decent and important to your finances. So that's very important uh, thing to consider as well. But these are just a few things because I know in previous uh, episodes, I had not talked about um, credit scores from the standpoint of more in debt. But the thing is, is don't focus on your score if you can't pay for necessities. Uh, if you're struggling, you have to choose between paying your credit card versus paying your rent, keeping food on the table or getting medical care, paying your credit card is always a, the lower priority. And you want to talk to some creditors if you can't afford to pay them as they may have some options. But in the end, focus on your overall financial picture and you'll probably see your credit scores improve too. Remember though that while credit scores matter, you matter most. So the thing that we want to do this year, all of us, is to crush our credit scores, meaning we want to have as high of scores as possible and uh, stand in good standing with our creditors, whether it's for a vehicle purchase, mortgage, rent, uh, credit card, balances, uh, personal loans, uh, you name it. It's very important to uh, be on top of our credit scores. So this is going to end today's uh, particular episode, which is on how to improve your credit score in 2021. Uh, go out to my uh, website, which is www.wealthacademyprograms.com. And I have a, some programs out there that you could use, uh, one being uh, my basic program, which is Mind Over Money. Uh, it's a digital course, and it's about five sessions in there really great start to help start focusing on getting off the hamster wheel of living paycheck to paycheck to becoming debt free and ultimately financially free my mid-level program is a a uh, intensive and an intensive is a 21-day program that meets one hour for three weeks and i provide hot seats there's peer accountability group that we have set up in addition to a one-on-one -on -one strategy session with me to further discuss and explore even more opportunities. And lastly, I have a, a uh, premium package that covers a six month of uh, coaching and it's called the Mind Over Money Champion Program. It's my top program and I provide that to uh, clients to help them to not only uh, become debt-free, but to generate wealth and then start focusing on legacy wealth. So my time is up and I thank you for yours. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. Glad that you could be with me today. And we have a ton of wonderful guest experts coming up here in the next uh, two weeks. It's going to be nonstop and I just hope you're ready for us because we're coming your way on all the podcast channels that you enjoy. Have a great day. And this is Paul Lawrence Van saying to you, may your day be the best in 2021. Take good care. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast, rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 